Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, Lili Nishmasi Mimirosi Rizmus Mordechai. It's great to be back in Atzala. How's everybody's Yontif? It's good. Good. Gained a lot of weight. Ah. All right. So let's start with a couple of emails here. Sorry for the uh, daily delays. Now we get to appreciate Gary. Ah, we love Gary. Left him such a mushy message. Erev Yanta, I said, you don't, know how, you don't know how much I love you. It's, you don't miss something. You don't you appreciate something until you miss it, until you're gone. And then I just realized how much I have. I just come every morning, sit down, plop down, and we're ready to go almost every day. So, Baruch Hashem. Here we have two pros every single day, the same pros, and every day there's another problem here. Okay. From T. Eisenman. So he says, uh, thank you very much for you doing. Two quick points. Yesterday, very interesting, he said, you mentioned the Muslim who married the Jewish girl in Brooklyn. The guy is now a ger, lives in Israel. He's still married to the girl. And just like the Da speaks about, I didn't know this, so I have to ask him mechila, I guess. You mentioned the Israeli army giving a score of 97 because of Brismila. I know there's a common myth, but it's completely false. I believe there's a Da'at score from the British army where 97 is the highest anyone could get, whether they have a bris or not. Not true. This is not true. You're not true. Controversy. I love it. Machloikis. You went to which army? And? Right. That's what he's saying. It is 97. But, but it's because of bris? So, so the Russian guy that doesn't have bris? Bedouin? But I thought a Bedouin does have bris. He didn't have. He had two brothers that died. And this brother Bedouin didn't have. And Mamela, the Bedouin, he's saying that you could have 100 in the Israeli army. Sorry, Rabbi Eisenman. Rabbi Eisenman, this was incredible. Last night, after the shear, uh, <laughs> Rabbi Levin himself, he was recruiting people on Matzah Yantav. So first he helped his wife. It's a very, very long email. that I'm not going to go into his email. He grabbed the sign and went to Benny's Pizza. And live, on Zoom, after shear, he recruited somebody. And uh, so... Whatever. I'm thinking that we all need to recruit our friends back into this year. If you look at the numbers, 2,000 people, 3,000, when we had 5,000 people on YouTube alone uh, before Pesach. So I know they're hanging out there. They need a little chizik. All these guys, you know somebody, tell them to get back into the daf. Just jump ahead. You know the whole drill. Come back in. Pesach. By the way, the daf and Pesach were pretty easy for the most part. The last four or five days were very, very easy. Here's the guy with his new Gemara. I forgot his name. He wrote me the name. Unbelievable. I, wonder, I was wondering what happened to the, um, what was that? What happened to uh, our barber? How's he going to recruit people now? Whatever, he's, it's going to be interesting. Avrumi Isler, hello. Well, it's it's Avrumi it's Isler here. I just want to tell you that I'm listening to this Europe. Really enjoy them. Now catching up from the other days. Nine years old. I live in Manchester, England. Thank you again. Avi Minkoff. The best way to start the day is with the daf, Monroe, New York. It's from everywhere. It's unbelievable. Avi Minkov. Now, this is from a woman, Tova Scheinerman. She says, so my husband is a big fan. I needed surgery chalamoid and woke up to this in the recovery room. I can't imagine, like, you wake up from surgery and you have your phone in your hand and you just start clicking away pictures, something like that. But it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing that her husband was learning. That's the way it should be. Shalom, shalom. Gesinte Winter, no, it was Zimmer now. Gesinte Zimmer. 
Okay. Blake Jabraski, day after Pesach, and I'm up to date. I missed one day, but I did it two times the day before. Vamos has to be the most fun Mesechta I've ever done. You hear this? Yevamas is the most fun Mesechta he's ever done. I spent six years in Yeshiva and Kailo always being afraid of it. Never opened one until we had cycle. Now I regret never getting the chance to spend the day fighting about it. Blake Jabraski. Are you checking out? Choy Rebelli, this Ari Jekinata, thank you for your inspiration. This is the first Yontiv that I kept up with learning with my son every day. Maybe we didn't finish a daf every day. We did something. I took his advice. It's not about the daf, it's about the Yoimi. Thank you, keep it inspired, Klai Yisrael. Wait a minute. There's something wrong here. We had a lot of pictures here. No? Well, I don't know, okay. Hmm? Something happened. Maybe I put it in another slide. Uh, sponsor of the coil. I, I'm not going to say his name. He just wrote to me. It's anonymous. Anonymous for Shiduchim for his entire Mishpacha. It's a new sponsor for the month. $10,000 for to sponsor the coil for the month. You could also sponsor for a week, for a day. By the Lach and Lebevik families, Yishkoyach, Reb, you know who you are. It's on the screen by mistake. From, you know where you are. <laughs> We're going to erase that next time. By the Lach and Lebevik families, Lakewood, New Jersey, because Torah is the best gula. I have to say, Rabbi said before I forget, one of the best battles of wine I ever received was Erev Yantav from Reb Zalman Tversky. sitting right here, right next to me. I wish I could zoom out on him. Why was it so chashev? It was a Castell battle, but it was 2010, and it sat in his house. He kept it in his house for eight years, right? Something like that. Ten years. Ten years. Ten years. A million of years. So it's something to go out and buy a bottle of wine. I appreciate all the bottles of wine, and I had an, another beautiful Castell Magnum that I got as well. But yours was special. Uh, Jacob Simon also gave me bottles that I think were in his cellar for almost 20 years. So that was, I didn't open them yet. I'm waiting for something like super, super. But this one we enjoy with the Gantz Mishpacha. First time that my whole Mishpacha was together in a very long time. Even by my son's chas and I didn't have all my kids together. Shlomo Lazarin did us a big toiba. He brought my son, uh, Akiva. So we had everybody, and we, everybody tasted from the wine, the chash of a 10-year battle. So Yishkoyach Gadol. I also got last night, I'm not just throwing this out, but I have a course of Ed Kitzbersky came, measured me, gave me a custom-made suit. It showed up during Pesach. I only got it yesterday, unfortunately, because I was in the hotel. It fits like a glove, so I'm going to wear it. The whole inside over here is all like uh, MDY and the Zachens, Gishmak the Daf, the whole thing. All right. I really appreciate it. Um, and to you, the Magachir, and the video editor of Hatzlacha and continuation, and not missing a sheer. Jack Nussbaum, Lili Nishma, Shifra, Bas Ruven, Lev, and by Victor Sholem, Zechariah, Rafur Shlema, Liza Leah, Bat Mazeltov, and by Justin Ivry, for Yididi Aravel Yo Ben Rus, that's me, I guess, wishing you 120 solid years of our Bazas Torah, this Alice Bekdusha. He was inspired because of, if you missed it yesterday, it was a tremendous simcha for me. 900 straight days of giving a shear. For me, it's a huge accomplishment. Shkoyach, wow. So, 
All right. Don't forget uh, to call, make, make that call. Tell your friend that if you fell off the bandwagon, which is very normal during Yantif, it's a great time to get back on. Look at this. It's like a new parak. It's like almost, this is where the arts were really should have started there. Daf Memtes, Tap, Mishnah, the whole thing. It's a brand new thing. Ezu Mamzer. So we discussed this in the past. The last few days we were discussing this. Yeah, what? Oh, sponsor for the... Uh, you were waiting. You knew I'm going to trip up. Right there. Sponsored by MDY Dillon Group. He's live in Eretz role. Yosef Biliak. MDY Dillon Group. Where we done for Fuzi Shuas and Shiduchim, for Klai Yisrael, and for our MDY family. Join us at thehillam.amindav.com. What is a mamzer? What is a mamzer? What can, how do you make a mamzer? So I was once... There was a guy that lived here in Chicago for a while. His name was Ariel Aber. I don't know if you remember him. You remember him? You remember a younger guy. His father has like towers in downtown Chicago. And he was very, he used to do his, uh, the management there or whatever. And he was very into Kiruv. And he brought me one night to see how he does the Kiruv. He asked me if I could take over, which I did. It was very interesting. He had these groups. He had like a long table and served food and a lot of non affiliated Jews would come and listen to the shiurim. So one of the girls is very irritated. She had a question. She says, why is the kid a mamzer? What did he do wrong? Well, a lot of people have that question. I've heard the question a number of times. So the answer is, what, if, a, if a kid is born normal and the father chops off his leg, so why, why are you punishing the kid that he can't walk? Well, you're not punishing the kid that he can't walk. He can't walk because he doesn't have a leg. It's a fact. The fact of the matter is that if there's an illegal marriage of some sort, the kid is a mamzer. The parents did it. Look at this Lashen from the Chinuch. It's a terrible thing. It's done. The kid is created through Tumah. Machshava is a bad machshava. The whole idea was an idea of a chet. Vein suffix, says the chinuch. There's no suffix. Teva ha'av tzofim ba'ben. The DNA, the father's DNA is in the son. V'lachen Hashem b'chazdoi. Hashem did us a chesed. Hirchik zera kodesh mimenu. Ka'ashev dilonu v'chikonu mikoldo v'ra. Kodesh Baruch Hu separates us. And we, we, we stay far away from things that are created like this, is it, it's not a, it's not the kid's fault, it's a fact. Some kids are born with certain diseases. This kid is born with mamzerus. Did he do something wrong? Absolutely not. But his parents did something wrong. And something the parents do, terrible things. Okay, but what is a mamzer? Says the Mishnah, So here we have on the chart, Rebekiva says, and that's in our Mishnah, you might be asking, because just five days ago, we had a different Rebbe Kiva that says something very different in another Mishnah. I kind of mentioned it there that, you know, we're going to have this Mishnah that's going to be a little different. Over here, Rebbe Kiva says that it's not just a lav. It's a lav, you're over a lav that has to do with a family iser. So, for instance, lo yivna. We're talking about yibum. Because we're in Yavamas, we're talking about Yivam. Rashi gives a number of examples. If a person goes ahead and gives his Yavama Chalitza, 
he's not permitted to marry her anymore. Lo yivna. Since he gave her chalitza, he can't marry her anymore. And if he goes out and he marries her, so that's a love that has to do with mishpacha. You're my family. You're my Ashes ach, which I gave chalitza to, and now I'm marrying you. I shouldn't be marrying you. That child that comes out of that marriage is considered a mamzer. Now, the other Mishnah, Rabbi Kiva said differently. He said any love. For instance, I'll, re- I'll say the case and you'll remember. We were talking about a machzik rushasai. Somebody who divorces his wife and she marries somebody else and then he remarries her after she married somebody else. Rabbi Kiva said the kid is a mamzer. But according to this, the kid is not a mamzer. That's not a family isser. Because over here, he was married to this woman. There's no isser to marry this woman. It's not, his, it's not a iser erva. It's only after he divorced her he can't marry her. But that's not a family erva. That's a love. So our Mishnah argues on that Mishnah. Okay, next. Shimon Atimni Yoimer, Kolshik. By the way, we're going to have a little gat today. It's a very, it's a very easy daf again. We're going, we're, we're, we're continuing with the easy daf. Shimon Atimni Yoimer, Kolshik Hayavimal of Karez B'day Shamay. Another shita here on top. Shimon Atimni says, if you are Chayiv Karis. What's a good example? We're learning in Mesech Tzivamis. Eishes Ach. If you marry your brother's wife when he died with children, or he divorced her, then you're Chayiv Karis. It's not Mises Bezdin. You don't get a Misa in this. It's not capital punishment. You get him in the Shemayim. That creates a Mamzer. Not a Lav. A little Lav. I, I don't hold like Rebbe Kiva Lav. What Lav? Karas has to be serious. What does everybody know? We all know what's a mamzer. What, if you ask somebody what's a mamzer, Ishish, right? But that's a whole nother level. The halacha kidvarov. Remember, we brought this Mishnah, we even said then, halacha kidvarov. The halacha is that what creates a mamzer? A of karas. So we have here, Rabbi I just did a little blue, red, green. I wanted to put Rebbe Kiva on the bottom only because Rebbe Kiva, there's going to be two other shittas in Rebbe Kiva. Not to get confused, whatever. So I wanted, wanted them to go underneath him. Okay. Even though he's the first. I'm just explaining why I didn't put Rebbe Kiva on the top where Shimon Atimni is. It's not in the order of the Mishnah. Just to make it easier for the chart. Okay. If you want to know, just uh, there's going to be a shita that it's uh, even an assay, let's say. Rabbi Kiva meant an assay, not just a lav. We'll, we'll talk about it. Nothing serious. This is going to be the Agatha right here. Very interesting stuff because Rabbi Shimon ben Azai found a Megillah. A Megillah Siyuchsen. Yerushalayim. Because of Ba, and he found a number of things, but one of the things he found in this Megillah. And, and like our Gemara, every word meant something. It was very, very precise. It says, Ish, plaini mamzer. So-and-so is a mamzer. Why is he a mamzer? Meishasish. He's a mamzer because there was an Eishasish that had a relation with a man. And here's the product. L'kayin divi Rabbi Yeshua. The Rabbi Yeshua says the only way you have a mamzer is through a Misas Bezdin. So why in the world did the Megillah Yuchsen have to go into what the problem was? I, this guy is a mamzer, Shalom Yisrael. Why do you have to tell me why? The reason why the Megillah Yuchsen went out of its way, not just to say a story, 
But to say that the way you have a mamzer is through Eish in other words, something that's similar to Eish which is a Misa's Bezdin. Now, from here all the way to the end of the Mishnah, this is very, very simple. It's basically the same halacha. And the Gemara is actually going to tell us that there's not a big Chiddush here. It's all the same. Now what? And we know this. No big Chiddush for us either. Ishtoy Shemesa. If a person's wife dies, Mutur Ba'achaysa. Pasuk, the famous Pasuk. You're not allowed to take two sisters. You're married to two sisters. Litzor, there should be a Tzara. The Pasuk says, only when the wife is alive, but when the wife is dead, then you could marry the sister, one of the only Ervis that become Mutter. Now, Gersha, Vomesa, but what if you divorced her? So, I would have a Havamina. This is based on Tysus later on. I would have a Havamina. Then maybe if you divorce her, so she's not your wife anymore. It's like she died. What's the difference? She died. She went away. No, you still can't marry your sister until she dies. What if your wife married another person and she dies? The point is that the wife has to die and then you can marry your sister. It doesn't matter if you divorced her. It doesn't matter if she married another man. Marrying another man doesn't let you marry your sister. What if your own Yavama died? You're allowed to marry your sister. Same halacha. You, you performed chalitza and then she died. You're allowed to marry your sister. If your Yavama married somebody else and she died, you're allowed to marry the sister. Next. My time to Rabbi Kiva. Where does Rabbi Kiva learn that you create a mamzer through a marriage that's only inti binti lava? I'm, not, I'm saying inti binti because we're talking about misas bezden, karas, even a lava according to Rabbi Kiva. Now, the Pasuk says you shouldn't, the, the, the Pasuk goes in hope. First, you shouldn't marry the woman of your wife, uh, of your father. And you shouldn't reveal the garment of your father. It's a Lashanakiya of saying that the one that your father had a relationship with. The, the garment that your father saw, in other words, the woman that your father had a relationship with, you're not allowed to have a relationship with. According to Rabbi Yehuda, the Torah is saying that it's also for you to marry even though your father violated her. She wasn't your father's wife. She was just violated by your father. Still also. What did Chacham say? It's not also to marry her. That relationship that your father had with her doesn't ask her. It wasn't a real relationship. It wasn't Kiddushin. Now if you just want to see this Pasuk here, there's another Pasuk. Ervas Eishes Ovicho so here we learn from the Pasuk that you should not marry your father's wife. But this Pasuk, where is this Pasuk? No, I didn't put it down because the Gemara brings the whole Pasuk. We'll have it soon. He's not talking about like before. The Torah already says, do not marry your father's wife. Why does the Torah repeat itself? We're talking about your father's Anusa. Now, very interesting. So this is a love to marry your father's anusa, 
a woman that your father violated, or Oynes uh, Mefuta, even if she consented, but there's no Kiddushin. So, according to Rabbi Yehuda, this is a Isser Lav. Not a Kares, not a Chayv Misa, Lav. Later it says, So what do you see? You see that anything that's similar to this love creates a mamzer. Check out the psukim. I put it nicely over here. In blue, you have lo In green, you have lo yava pesu In red, you have lo yava mamzer. So the blue and the red are close to each other. As Taisvis, what about the green? Isn't that a break? Says Taisvis, the green is not a break. It's Ki'ilu, the blue and the red are together. Why? Because it says, these people can have children. We're talking about producing a child, having a child. The green is not counted. Therefore, the blue and the red are Ki'ilu connected. Now, now we have another shita, and these are things that we actually discussed here and there. We're familiar with everything here. Rabbi Simoi, the Marba, in Rabbi Akiva, look what happens. We have Rabbi Akiva that says that it has to be a specific type of love. Not every love. If you marry a woman that has a Chil Shabbos to her, I'm just, it's not possible, but let's say, you're not, you, don't make, you don't create a mamzer. If the Isser is a family erva, then it's, then it's a mamzer. Next, Rebbe Kiva, according to Rebbe Simai, says, no, every love in the world. In other words, even mazik rushasai. Let's say the Torah says you can't, let's say, the Torah says you can't take back your wife after you divorced her once you married another man, and you did, and you have a child with her. According to Rebbe Simai, in Rebbe Akiva, that is... And that's like the Mishnah that we had. Amem Dalid, that would be a Mamzer. All Chayvi Lav, not just a Lav of Kurva. Oh, that's uh, the last word on the Amr. Says the Gemara. Ule Rebbe Yishev of the Marba Afidu Chayvi Now, again, in green. Why in green? Because it's all Rebbe Kiva. Rebbe Yishev says, Rebbe Kiva holds even Nasei. Oh, what's an assay? How do you marry so how is it also to the Torah says you should marry this person, so it's not a so it's a mitzvah to marry her. So let's see. The Pasik says like this. Torah says, don't despise them, don't whatever. The adoimi and the mitzri. And then it says in Pasik It's a it's an assay. You could marry a mitzri and adoimi after. Three months, three three generations. But before the three generations, what is it? It's Isidaraisa. What kind of Isidaraisa? It's derived from a positive commandment. So it's an assay. The Torah says you could marry them after three, meaning after two you can't. So that's a Isur assay, which is the least of the least. That's even less than a lamb. And, and it comes Rabbi Shevov and says, that's what Rabbi Kiva spoke about. Rabbi Kiva said that if you marry an Adoimi, you marry an Egyptian, after becoming a Ger, only two generations, the kid is a Mamzer. Ooh, that's a big Chiddush. That's the least of the least. So you have a Mitzri after two generations. Then you have 
a machzegrushosoi, which is a lava, just a common lava. And then you have a lava of kurva, which is marrying the, the chalutza. Then you have even more of that, this chorus, which is eshesach. And then you have misas bezdin, which is eshesish. So you have all these, it's a five-way machlaikis, basically. Is it an assay? Is it a lav? Is it a lav of kurva? Is it a karas? Or is it Mrs. Bezdin? All five of them should be right over here. These are all the five shitas in what creates a mamza. Three of them are in Rebbe Kiva. All right, Zogta Gemara. Where does he learn it from? So where does he learn that this is also? Says the Gemara from the word Veloi. It says in the passage, It just could continue. He shouldn't take her and be Veloi. The extra Veloi comes to say that this is also and this is what creates a Mamza. Shimon Timni in our Mishnah, who says that you have to be over chorus in order to be to create a lav. Rabbanon. takes the first pasuk of and says we're talking about We're talking about a woman that the father violated. Come chacham say no. A woman that your father violated is not also to marry. You could marry her. You only can't marry your father's wife. A real wife through Kiddushin, not a violated woman. So what is the Pasuk saying? It's saying, they're talking about It's a woman, which we had in the beginning of the Sechta. It's a woman that is waiting. She's kuka to your father. Your father's here. We have over here like this. You have Reuven and Yehuda, they're Baldwin brothers. Reuven is married to five towns and Reuven goes bye-bye. So five town is also to Yehuda if Reuven has children. It's only if Reuven doesn't have children, she becomes mother to Yehuda. But if, if Reuven has children, what is she? What is she called? She's a Eshesach. And this guy, the son of Yehuda, is also to the five towner because she's She's his aunt. She's her father. It's, it's Naftali's father's Eishesach, which is Eishesachiyavim. It's his father's brother's wife. Naftali's father's Yehuda, his brother Ruvain's wife. Yeah? It's such a simple case. Just in Yuvamas, everything sounds confusing. It's the simplest case in the world. A nephew cannot marry his aunt because it's Asamidaraisa. A niece can marry her uncle. A nephew cannot marry his aunt. This is his aunt. This is his father's brother's wife. Yet the Torah comes along and says that there's another problem. That she's Asr. Why is she Asr? Because she's a Shemeres Yavam. She is waiting in the wings to be misyabim to his father Yehuda, right? Reuven dies, Reuven goes bye-bye. 
So now is the wife falls the even to Yehuda. Naftali can't come along and marry her. You see the red arrow? He can't do that because she's also to him because she marries Yehuda. But the question is, why do you need another apostle? She's already ushered to him because of Eishas Achiyaviv. The answer is, The Torah is coming to teach us a Chiddush here. How do you get a Mamzer? Only through a case like this. I already know that this is also on Naftali. So why is the Torah telling me again? The Torah is telling me again to teach me that because the next Pasuk, these Pesukim over here, where are they? Oh, there. I don't even know where the Pesukim are. Here. Is referring to the case that we just looked at. The Shemer Zelim case. What comes in Pasuk Gimel? Mamzer. So it teaches me that in this kind of case, what is this? If you marry a Shemeris Yavim, what are you over? Do you get Mises Bezdin? No, but it's Karis. So it teaches you, like Shimon Atimini said, the Dafka Karis creates a Mamzer. That's why the Torah spoke about a Shemeris Yavim when the Torah didn't have to tell me because she's already, this exact Shemeris Yavim happens to be also an uh, uh, She's an ant and she's also anyway. Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua, who says that the only way to create the Mamzer is through Misa's Bezdin. Where does he learn from? So the Torah should have just said the final part of the puzzle. Why do you need the first part, Loyikach? The Torah just wanted to say this halacha. The Torah should have just said Loyikach. Rashi goes into it, teach us. It's to Yisurim and the other thing. Okay, fine. But not to complicate things. So if you look at the chart, it's simple as can be. There's a sandwich. There's Loyikach and there's Loyigala. Between the Loyikach and the Loyigala, what does it say in between? It's to teach us that the only thing that creates a Mamzer is Ashes Aviv, which is Mrs. Bezdin. Milayigala. Milayikach. Alayigala. From the Layikach to Layigala. What's in that Pasuk? Ashes Aviv. Tvei Layhavim Mamzer. But other things are not Mamzerim. New Sugya. Brad Sugya. If you spaced out, you just wake up now and keep on going. Nothing happened. Omar Abai. Now, Shimon Atimni says that if there's a chi of kares, it creates a mamzer. What, what's that luck if somebody has relations with a nida? It's a, I shouldn't even say barabim because it's very prevalent, right? A pnuya, bederch klal, is a nida. So if somebody has relations with a nida, what are you over on? Kares. So shouldn't the kid be a mamzer? L'chari, the kid should be a mamzer. When I was a cater, I only saw one such chasana, let's say. But the, I've been, I've been to chasanas. So the kids are mamzerim, walking around, these kids, the, they, they didn't get married. They, they had a kid before they got married. The kids are mamzer. But they're the makbin, and this, and they do all three. But yeah, teenagers. Kids are mamzer? No. Why not? It should be. According to our mission, it should be because we said anything that's a chiv karis, mamzer. 
Also, another halacha. Valasoito shein of lad mamzer. Soito. What's a soito? Oive. I should do Shlomo's trick. <coughs> Too late. Next time. <coughs> Sorry. Also, this shein of lad mamzer. Oh, yeah. First, let's finish the soito thing. So, a husband tells his wife, don't seclude yourself with that particular guy. She doesn't listen to him. She's just like that. So he brings her to, to Beis Amikdash. They give her the water to drink. And if she's over, she explodes, etc. So he has an iser to be with her. It says, Once she became Tommy, in other words, once she secluded herself with that other guy, he can't take her back. So he went, and he married her anyway. He stayed married. He didn't marry her anyway. He stayed married. He ignored the whole thing. Well, I'm going to get divorced now. I have 20 kids. I have five kids. And I'm going to get divorced from No way. So he continues being with her, and they have a kid. So the Allah is, the kid is not a mamzer. Sponsored by Moshe Horn in honor of Jolly Joe Kraus and family, and by Anonymous, the Schus, Moshe Yaakov, Ben Shoshana, Yishayat Tzlocha, Baruch Nis, Migashmias. I see over here, Edkins Bursky, Shkoyach Rebed. Okay, now why Nida, why doesn't the Nida produce a Mamzer? Because if a person is Mekadish, a Nida, and we know it's a Maisish of Cholyayim, Kiddushin is Chal on a Nida. You could do a Chupas Nida, there's such a thing. So that's a post in the Torah that tells you that Kiddushin works on a Nida. And therefore, it doesn't create mamzerus. Soito nami, same thing applies to soito, daha tafsiba kiddushin. What does that mean, tafsiba kiddushin? They're already married. What does it mean that the kiddushin is chal on a, on a soito? So Rashi sticks in a beautiful word. It's not mafkia. That's what the Gemara means to say. It doesn't uproot the kiddushin that already exists. They're already married for 20 years. Because she was maybe Mizana, she was she's a Saita, doesn't uproot their condition, they remain married. And we learned this as well. Oh. Now Abaya said two Allahs that a Nida and a Saita don't create a Mamzer. Over here in this price it says three things. Nida, Saita, and one more thing. That if somebody went ahead and jumped in, let's say in this case, you have Reuven who, who goes bye-bye and he leaves a wife to five towns, to Yehuda, Yehuda schlepping around, comes another guy, stop, forget Naftali, another guy jumps in and marries her. The child is not a mamzer. Vabayo, so how come Abayah didn't mention this? It's a great case. Because there's a Shittas Rav, that says that Kiddushin is not Chal. Kiddushin is not Teufus on a Shemeris Yavam. And therefore what? The child is a Mamzer. So he didn't know what to say. He, didn't, he wasn't sure. Is that Allah like Rav? Or that Allah like Shmuel that says that Kiddushin are Teufus and the Kiddushin are Teufus, the kid is not a Mamzer. Omer Here we go. A little bit of God to relax. Rabbi said, relax. So in the Mishnah brings down, he found, Benazai found, Shimon Benazai found a, a Megillah that says that so-and-so is a Mamzer because he was Boyle Eish 
because of Ba. And also it says the famous, famous halacha that we know, Mishnas Rebbe Liyazim Yaakov Kavanaki. The halacha is always like Rebbe Liyazim Yaakov and Chas because everything he says, it's very few things, it's only kav, small measurement, naki. It's pure, it's always exact, he never makes a mistake. Now, very, very interesting. I asked around and people didn't know, but Bar Hashem, the Belzer, was able to find it for me today. The Rosh Hashanah says that Kav is Gematria 102, and that's how many times the Allah is like Rebbe Yezim Yaakov in Shas. He says this in Eruvin, the Rosh Hashanah Kav 102. What does it say? It says it by you also? Because of oh, brought down in the art scroll, Givaldic. Because of us, it probably tells you exactly where. Where is it? Rush? Oh, so the Belzer looked in the art scroll and he told me. Givaldic. Wow. Kalakavad. and it also says in the the Megillah, Menashe Horag S. Yeshaya. I wanted to look it up because I remember there's a beautiful Bach in the Gemara Brachas on the Yud Amaral. You guys can look it up because I didn't, I don't have a Shas in my house here, the new house. It's in a box, some boxes. So I wanted to go to my Shredder's house and I ran out of time. But I'll just tell you what I remember is the famous, famous story that. Yishayo came to Chizkiah and said, you are going to die early because you sinned. Well, the famous story, why didn't you get married? So Chizkiah says, I can't get married because I know, Baruch HaKodesh, I'm going to have a terrible descendant. And something like that, and I hope I said it right. Why do you mix in Takosh Baruch's business? Hashem said, get married, you get married. What happens, happens. Sometimes it's not good. It reminds me of another story in the Gemara that the guy knew how to speak the language of birds and he heard the bird saying, oh, they're going to rob this guy today. So he sat there and made sure they didn't rob him. And then another thing, and then finally they burned his house down. When you know too much, sometimes it's not good, I guess. It's not good to have the Ruach HaKadosh. The Ruach HaKadosh is going to have a terrible kid and then he's, he's, he's already preventing it. Don't prevent. You try to prevent. You're going to get, Hashem is going to get you from another place. Kitzer, so he tells him, I'm telling you this story because it's, it's a fascinating story. So Chizkiah says, okay, you know, you're right, I have to get married, but maybe you have a daughter, let me marry a daughter in the schus of one of the greatest Nevim, or maybe the greatest Navi besides Moshe Rabbeinu, Shaya, and me, we'll have a, we'll have a, we'll be a schus. Who do they have? Who does he have? Chizkiah, Menashe. One of the greatest Rishayim that ever lived. And it turns out, as we're going to see in this sugi right here, Menashe goes ahead and kills his own grandfather. Ah, Russia. He did things that are worse than that. He had to sell him the heichal, and he shechted a thousand people a day to the table. Crazy things. He's, he's mentioned as one of the only people that doesn't get chelik lo'elam abba. But it's Some say that he does get lo'elam abba, that even a Russia as great as him, since he did tshuva in the last, last millisecond, he, he gets oil my and that's the power of tshuva. Some say he wasn't able to get that tshuva in. So it's a shy what exactly, but there is a, a Mishnah or something that says that he, he's brought as one of the three malachan that doesn't get oil my period. What? 
Sanhedrin, yeah. Terrible, terrible guy. So it says like this. I just wanted, I just giving you the, the background. He was created, his, his grandfather is begging Chizkiah. Uh, just, just think about it. You need to get married. I don't want to get married. They'll get married. Fine. So, so give me your daughter. I don't want to give you my, why should I give you my daughter? You have to get married. Fine, I'll give you my daughter. Give me a daughter. And then this kid that comes out of it kills him. After giving the daughter and convincing everything that he should be alive, this Russian Marusha kills him. What's the story? He's not Stammer Russia. He didn't stam kill his grandfather. He put him through a Besden. And he decided that his grandfather is another Sheker. Oh, and he's Chayv Misa. Kill him. Omar Lehi tells his grandfather, Moshe Rabach, you see from the Lashon, your Rebbe, not mine. It's like in the, in, in, in the Agadah. Rosh Hashem. Moshe Rabach, your Rebbe, Moshe Omar, and he's a Tamil Chacham, by the way. He knew how to learn. He was a big Tamil Chacham in Ash. Your Rebbe, the greatest Navi that ever lived bigger than you, says that nobody can see HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But Amris, and you saying your nevuah, you saw Hashem. So you're a liar. Navi Shekhar, I'm going to kill you. Another problem I have with you. You could, you could dive into Hashem at any time you want. That's Moish Rabbeinu. But Amris, Dirshu Hashem Bimatsoi, we say it by the Tainas, only Bimatsoi. Well, if you find him, if you, you happen upon him, then great, then Hashem will listen to you. But you can't, so, so you're wrong. Mishai, you don't know what you're talking about. Moshe Rabbeinu said, you can dive into Hashem anytime. The Gemara is going to answer all these theories. Moshe Rabbeinu Omar, es misper yomecha amali. I'm not going to add any days to your, to, Moshe Rabbeinu says, a person is born with a certain amount of days. Hashem never adds days to people. So, eh, big tzaddik. You don't get more, you were born with 80, you get 80. You don't get 81. And then I'm going to add to your life 15 years. Reboi said, what can you do in 15 years? Shas twice. Everybody said Shas twice. Give Valdik. Two times Shas. Exactly, right? Seven and a half plus seven and a half. Omar, Yishayo, Yudana, Obey. Listen to this. Says the grandfather, Yudana, Obey, Deloy, Mikabal, Moda, I know that he's not going to listen to me. I'll try to answer him. He won't listen to me. Reminds me of this story, the famous story that a Talmud came to Reb Chaim Velazhener and he says, I have a bunch of questions in Emunah. So Reb Chaim Velazhener told him, you don't have any questions in Emunah. You have answers and excuses. And for excuses and answers, there's no answer. If you have a question, I can answer you. You don't have a question, you have an answer. You want, you want an excuse why you're doing what you're doing? Okay, there's no answer there. Similar to this. I'm not going to be able to answer you want to kill me. You want, to, you want an excuse why you're killing me. And you're a big tzaddik. You kill me because you're you, you moicha on, on, on my neviyah sheker. Yeah, you want to kill me. Shalom. Whatever I'll tell you, it's not going to be good enough for you. But I'm the grandfather. And I have Rahmanus on this guy. It's a tremendous sitkis what's going on here. He's saying, why should, I, why should I make him amazed? Let him think that he's doing the right thing. On top of all that various, it's, it's, I, I can't even fathom what's going on there. Guy, I'm sure Yishai knew what a Rashi was, and how many thousands of people he killed for no reason, and all, all this stuff. Now, with the Zara, and the, I call, I call, I call. 
but I don't want him to have this one more Avera of killing Zaydi, B'meizid. Let him think it's a, it's a, it's a Shaygi. Omar Shem, so he said Hashem, Hashem's name, Ibla Ba'arza, and he disappeared. Yishai disappeared into the cedar. Now they knew he was in the cedar. Why? Because they saw his tzitzis hanging out. They saw the tchelos coming out of the tree. I saw the arzo So they started chopping down the cedar. When they got to Yishai's mouth, the, the axe hit him in the mouth and killed him. Why did he get punished like that? Everything in the world is midah k'neged midah. We know Rabbi Pesim from Ramat B'Chemish from my block wrote four or five sfarim this thick on midah k'neged midah. I'm sure the story is in there. Shows that the entire Torah, everything is midah k'neged midah. Since Yeshaya said, Yeshaya said terrible things about Klai Yisrael. But this he said on his own. It wasn't a nevuah. It wasn't to give Moses says Rashi for no reason. He said it. He was actually saying something. He was saying, I'm not worthy. I'm a Tmei Sosayim and I'm within a nation of Tmei You shouldn't have said it like that. You don't talk, you don't talk like that about Klai Yisrael. And because of that small chet, that one line that he said, he got a, a Misa, which hit him right in the Sosayim, right in the lips that he spoke about. Okay. What do I do? Menashe has bam kashas here. You can't see Hashem. He says, I saw Hashem. Hashem doesn't add years to your life. He does add years. What's going on here? So, for question number one, What's going on here? So, everybody knows the spaklayer mirror, whatever it means. I don't know if anybody understands what it means. Some sort of mirror, some sort of lens, a distorted lens, uh, uh, unclear lens. Moshe Rabbeinu saw very clear. The other Nevi'im, including Yeshaya, didn't see as clear as him. So, it would seem fakert. So the pshat is, because Moshe Rabbeinu saw it so clear, he saw they didn't see Hashem. He saw perfectly not Hashem. But the other Nevi'im, they saw a blurry vision. So in their mind, they said, oh, oh, that must be Hashem. That must be the, 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 the back of Hashem, the front. It's because it was blurry they didn't get it. They made their mistake because of the blurriness. It's, mamish, it's counterintuitive than what you would think. Huh? You like that? Uh, it's not my shot. Rashi basically says that. But Moshe saw, he had a beautiful uh, telescope. And it was clear like the day. And he saw that he didn't see Hashem. He knew it right away. It says in the post, you condemned Hashem everywhere. Where are we holding in time? Does anybody know? How, how much time are, do, do we go for? We're 40? I want to see if we can get to the Mishnah. Okay. Should I see over here? I, I, don't, I forgot to look at the clock when we started. End screen? Oh, 15 minutes live. But I don't know. Okay, so let's just hurry up here. When you're davening with a, with a tzibur, that's the beauty of the tzibur, then you can daven at any time. When be a yachid, 
then you only have a very special, specific time. Yochadimus, when is that special time? Unfortunately, Omer of Nachman, Omer Rabbi Rabboa, El Asar Yom Shabbat Rosh Hashanah, and the Yom Kippurim, as I said, made tshuva. As I stated in Gemara, that's it. There's no other machlaikas. Ten days a year, Kedavan. On yourself, by yourself, in private. As Mispah Yom Echoa Malay. So what's the Pshat? It says, I'm not going to add. On the other hand, he says, I got an extra 15 years, says Yishai. Tanoi, the Sanya. As Mispah Yom Echoa Malay, Elushnei, Taf of Dafnunam and Aleph, Elushnei Dairois. Zoha mashlimim loy, loy zoha perchism loy diverivikiva. So, a person gets two generations. Either if he's zoha, he gets the full, or not, he gets less. So, over here you see a concept that you could add to a person's ears. So, depending on how good he is, not so good, they take off a year or two. And we learned in another place that they, they give it to somebody else. You're not just getting ears that are stamped. You're getting other people's ears. That we saw also by, by other Mauritian, David Amelach, but we saw it in other places. You say that you can't add any years. What are you going to do with Yeshaya who says, HaKadosh Baruch told me I'm going to get another 15 years. By the way, I didn't mention that part. That's the, the, the famous thing that it was already decreed that Yeshai is going to die early. But he said, And he kept on davening, and he was able to overturn the terrible decree, and he got the 15 years. They didn't add years to his life. They, they deducted 15 years from his life because he sinned, he didn't get married. And they just gave it back to him. So it's not a Yisafa. It's just giving what he deserved to begin with. I'll prove it to you. Because the Novi says way before, he says, Oh, there's going to be a child to the household of David, and his name is Yoshio. Now, it's in the time when Chizkiah is sick, and he didn't even have Menashe yet. So how could it be that the, the, the Navi is, is, is singing a vu on something that didn't happen yet? It wasn't, there wasn't exeria yet that he should have more years. So it must be, the Gemara is proving, there must be, it's the years that he originally deserved. So that the Navi could talk about. Rabbanon, Miksim, Chizkiah, don't prove me from that possible. It doesn't say that Yoshio is going to come from Chizkiah. All it says is that Yoshio is coming from David. So it could be from somebody else. Great. And finally, it says in the Mishnah, all these cases, which are basically telling us one thing. They're telling us that once a man's wife dies, you can marry your sister. And it tells us in a bunch of different ways. After you divorce her, after she gets married to another man, if she's a Yavama, Chalitza, but it's all the same idea. There's even a child knows how to learn it, says Rashi. Taisis argues and he says that each one, there is a little bit of a chidosh. Hadron Allah Choylet, Hadron Allah Choylet, Hadron Allah Choylet, have a wonderful day. Shkoyah.